everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 169. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Digiron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Yunita, I forgot to unmute her mic. Woohoo! God damn it, Koi! Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've done worse. Yeah, I don't think we need to go back to the, those dark ages, okay? <laughs> God. All right. Um, before we continue, Koi. Yeah. Promise me you're not going to blow anything up or damage the studio equipment. Um, I'll try not to, but I am keeping count of how many times you say "God damn it, Koi." God damn it, Koi! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'd say take a shot every time DJ goes, God damn it, Koi, but we'd all be dead. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that why there's an ambulance outside your house just to be on the safe side? Yeah. And Jesus Christ, it's not even the 4th of July and people are already shooting off their fireworks. Really? That always happens. Yeah, they've been shooting fireworks since Sunday. Why? God, people are dumb. Given the area of town I live in, that's not surprising. You got any idiots walking around like with a Roman candle shooting in like a magic missiles or whatever? I don't live in that area of town. <laughs> I value my life. <laughs> we are live tonight, week of June 17, 2014. We're on the Vogue Network Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, and or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. There's an IRC link. You click on it, it'll bring you right into the chat. And Jesus Christ, I'm getting hot by the end of the show, so I may have to put my air conditioner in. This is why I am sitting in the living room, because the air conditioner is not in my room yet. Ah... What's air conditioning? <laughs> right for central air. Wait, hold on for one second. For a split second, I couldn't tell if it was actual fireworks or thunder outside my bill outside my house. Yikes. <sighs> Anywho, we have some cool stuff to cover tonight, and the return of Koi who I hope does not damage any equipment because I'm too poor to replace anything. She and promises nothing. I, I try not to. It just, it kind of happens. I know, I know. And if we go to the uh, chat room at live.vognetwork.com, um, Nemesis47 says, AJS needs a drinking game. Take a shot whenever Ranma or Ari say, God damn it. Well, we'll all be drunk soon. <laughs> And Dark Tetsuyu says, as if the whole Heroes of Cosplay drinking game wasn't enough, huh? Ugh. And Onsen Mark follows up with, the question is, is there enough booze on Earth for our Anime Jam Session drinking game? Nope. 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 Nah. Though 
So I have a good collection going downstairs. Everybody that asked me to help with costumes for Denver Comic-Con, like, paid me in booze. It was awesome. Wow. Now, to be fair, you were probably going to spend a lot of your budget, your convention budget on booze, so it all works out. Saves yeah. you a trip. Mm-hmm. Especially in uh, Mallory Archer, I kind of spent 50 bucks drinking, so, all day. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, you know that that means we can't have Koi and Mako in the same room drinking. I think there might be a problem. That would be awesome. That's... That will happen next year. Oh God. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to uh, DCC next year. Which, you will love it. Which means I'll be packed up in a box in a cage like Artemis. Like you're coming too. Hey, you if... do that to me, but you have to ship me freight. Mm. Sort of like with Sailor Jupiter, boobs sold separately. Oh, hello. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right, Cole. You haven't heard that joke, have you? No. Well, for a while, everybody was complaining about the figure arts that haven't released Jupiter yet. And I said, That's because her tits are so big, yeah, put them in a separate box. And then Ari said something along the lines of freight, freight sold separately or something like that. Boobs sold separately? Something like or that. Or there had to be shipped freight. Yeah, they shipped freight, something like that. And that was pretty much was it. That was all the end all that night. Of course, uh, you had the weirdos who would buy just the tits, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your special type of peoples. Yeah. You know, in all honesty, I was expecting you to shout, get out at me. Not, no, I think we're past the point of get out. So it was like, you know, fuck it. We made it this far. Oh, stretch. All right, let's <sighs> go ahead and kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Let's start with Ari. Let's see. Most of it was done with work and uh, Freemason stuff. Cool. Especially, especially the last couple of days. But, uh, we we finally got one of my cats, Sonny, to the vet. Mm-hmm. He was uh, coughing a lot. That's right, a cat coughing. You can just imagine how that goes. And uh, what we had to do is we had to give him, like, this pill, like, every couple days or whatever. And uh, this medicine, which is, which you have to, like, he has to, like, swallow. Mm-hmm. It was, like, you know, like, the problem is it's, like, syrupy. So it's like almost like a caro a pancake syrup. You ever have that stuff? Yeah, but not in a very long time. Andy, <clears throat> a my cat is twenty-two pounds. B he does not like being manhandled and forced to eat anything like that. Mm, I believe. So he, he scratched my dad. He scratched me. We have to corral him in the kitchen to make sure he doesn't actually run off. Right. But uh. He's slowly getting better. I mean, his coat's nice and soft and shiny, and, like, all the little, like, scratches are gone now. Speed fights with the uh, other cat a lot. They're pretty vicious. That's a good thing, you know? And, uh, he, like, spends, like, most of his time, like, under a table, like, all the way in the corner of the house because he's pissed at everyone. Yeah, it's, it's a really surreal sight scene, too. Grown, like two grown men try to wrangle a twenty-pound cat to make make it take its medicine. 
pretty much. It's not like it. with dogs where you can like disguise it in like a treat or whatever. Yeah. Because they actually have like little hollow treats where you can put the medicine in and like you can like, hey, can I get a treat? Much easier than that. Mm-hmm. My cat's a little bit smarter than that, obviously. Well, they do say cats are a little more intelligent than dogs. But then again, I'm a cat person, so my uh, opinion's a little biased. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, that's how things went for me. Alright, cool, cool. Alright, um... Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um... A lot of reading, a lot of work, and a lot of uh, waiting around for a frickin' phone call. Did you I had get... a job interview um, two weeks back, or a week and a half back, and I was told, you know, oh, you'll hear something back with, you know, in, in about a week. Well, the next day I heard something back mm -hmm. and had to go for a second interview with the district manager. And that was a week ago when I still haven't heard anything back. So, crossing my fingers. Definitely. But other than that, I've just been, uh, you know, relaxing and working a lot. Pretty cool. Alright. Short week is short, I suppose. Yeah, well, I haven't really been doing anything except, you know, my normal. Reading, working, and... Shamelessly... around. And shamelessly <laughs> uh, judging smut fanfiction? No, I haven't been reading smut. That's a shame. That's so not like you. I know. Well, no, I, ha I had, um... Like, I, I was actually behind a little bit on real books. So I'm really big into uh, Patricia Briggs' Mercy Thompson series. So I, that one came out at the beginning of May or something like that. And I had only, like, I just read that. And then um, the latest book for Dresden Files came out, so I read that. And then I got onto a kick of... Harry Potter Percy Jackson crossovers which I'm trying to find a decent one and I've been reading that but yeah that's that's about it real books this time real books <laughs> not a magazine or a sports page <sighs> okay still doing the weekend thing this weekend Marco? Um, yeah, probably just, you know, it's just going to be Sunday, probably about 6 o'clock. But right now, yes. Oh, good. Wonderful. Well, we know how uh, Koi can get, so I had to go find some nice music that will reflect how pissed she can be and how angry she can be, and pretty much... You thought what Marco... track is this? Oh, it's a remix track that I f that I found. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the track later off air. But um, okay. Koi, it's been a while since you've been on the show. So, what the hell have you been up to? Um, 
well, work, which is work. Mm. Um, though my life is a giant thing of irony with my tiny little butt working in a plus size boutique. So everybody enjoy that. Um, you, uh, you get you get like snarked at by uh, overly large women who said like who like mock like oh like you have trouble finding clothes or shit like that. Oh yeah, constantly. And, and that's fine. I don't care. I usually ignore it. It's usually when um, they refuse to work with me that I have to laugh because then I'm like, cool, I'm the only one in store. Bye. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, work and then prepping for Denver Comic Con and the pre-party at Mile High Comics that we went to. Cool. Um, and then I've been getting stuff together for another podcast I do panel to panel and um, articles for Bleeding Cool so I'm a busy little girl and I don't even get paid for it yeah you do you get paid with the love of what you do the adoring fans and the respect that you get and if you believe any words out of my mouth within the last 15 seconds I have beachfront property in Arizona to sell you I just that face I'm giving you right now is so beautiful and I turn on the camera but it's so hot in my house right now I'm topless so we don't need to share that and that will be followed Um, up with god damn it Koi yeah number four (laughs) oh um but, yeah, my big thing I've been doing is dealing with Denver Comic-Con stuff, so. That was fun. That was stress. Up until, like, a day before, and then it wasn't so much. But here's the most important question. Did you have booze? Oh, I always have booze. See, then it's not that bad. If I don't have booze, there's a problem. And when she has a problem, people die. Exactly. Or it just snows really, really hard. I'm actually Elsa, just so everyone knows. <laughs> well, so much for her. I don't need cosplay it. I'm just her. So much for her letting it go. I just choked in my soda. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that was tasty. <laughs> All right. Um. My week's been pretty good at work, and on Saturday I went to go see my sister Osh because her daughter, my niece, had her fourth birthday. And that was pretty cool. I, I walk in. You ever seen Kindergarten Cop? Yeah. You remember the scene where Schwarzenegger first walks into the kindergarten and his facial expressions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was mine when I walked back there. I wasn't expecting that many kids running around, but I just found it kind of amusing. Ollie is dressed up in a pretty white dress, running around, climbing on shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, sis, you should have just put her in a pair of jumpers and just called it a day. <laughs> and as always, she made out like a bandit. Um, I got her a couple of Tinkerbell books. She got a big wheel. Now she also has a bike with training wheels. Uh, she You'll also be a training wheels song from Double Dragon Neon. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Someone was supposed to bring her cookies. Shut up! Shut up! 
She's going to get the damn cookies, okay? Good boy. Shut up. Oh, woof. <laughs> so, and what was also cool, she got a, she had a 2DS for her fourth birthday. And she got one into Disney games. And don't worry, she'll have a Pokemon game soon enough. Don't know when it'll happen, but it will happen. And Sunday was just me sleeping in, just trying to catch up with stuff and get prepped for the rest of the week. And also during my travels, when I was coming home from work yesterday, I found a couple of TV trays. So I took them. These are children-sized TV trays, but I don't care. My food is not on the floor anymore. It's on a tray right next to me as I sit my ass on the floor, so it's okay. Yeah, I was about to say, you usually sit on the floor anyway, so that should work out. Yeah. Just sit on the bed and hold it in your lap. These things are not stupid. Well, maybe. If I position the, um, if I position the, the, uh, pillows right, I could do that. And I also picked, I also got my Ron one have set two Blu-ray discs. And so instead of, you know, watching the episodes in order... I just had to pop it open and just see if my ugly mug was on there. And I'm on the third disc with a bunch of my other uh, cool friends. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, you could pretty much tell I, I was giddy as shit about that. So there's going to be more of my ugly mug on the third volume when that comes out, which I'm going to assume will probably be August or September. Which means Viz is getting more of my money when they release the Sailor Moon box sets. Oh, and... For the record, people, right now, do not buy any Viz anime from Amazon. They're not shipping anything right now. Amazon's being an ass? No, Amazon's in, is still negotiations with Warner Brothers. Viz releases all this stuff through Warner Brothers. Oh. Yeah, so if you're looking for Viz anime, you might want to go to Right Stuff. Besides, the box sets are cheaper, and they only pay $3.50 for shipping. So I think that's pretty much our weekend day. So on th- tonight's program, Koi is going to tell us about uh, Denver Comic Con. Uh, if we have time, we got some other articles we're going to bring up real quick. And our open forum topic. And strange news from Japan. And I can tell after only a week you haven't lost your touch at all, Mako. Yeah, I try. <laughs> Just imagine if she didn't. We'd be a little more sane. Well, I mean, a little less insane. Just no, guessing. you'd be just probably just rage table flipping while she just stands there and laugh. Mm-hmm. But That's how she normally operates. More. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more or less. So, anywho, on that note, we'll be back.
So, anywho, as I'm putting together the music, what y'all do not know is that I had the playlist put together, ready to go. Jump to the computer. Playlist is missing. Reorganize all the music. I'm like, okay, everything is playing as it's supposed to. When it cues up the instrumental of a song that it shouldn't have, so... God damn it, Koi. <laughs> Yay. Alright. Now, there's something I want to talk about real quick, and Mako, take the time on this. I don't want to spend no more than ten minutes on this. Okie dokie. I'm ready when you are. Good, 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 good. Alright. First things first, what I really need is my, um... Alcohol? Oh, forget the alcohol. (laughs) I can grab that at any given time. But what I need is my anger, is my music for the Department of Grievances. I would have laughed if it played like Pinkie Pie just to spite you. <laughs> that was terrible. Just terrible. Anywho, I was talking to a couple of my cosplaying friends tonight and earlier today about the about something that's going on. I don't know if you've noticed when it comes to cosplay nowadays, more pe- a lot more people are doing like original designs of characters, different original outfits, fan art, and so forth, which is cool. I'm cool with that. I think that's pretty awesome. My issue is this. If you see somebody do a fan art of a character, instead of jumping ahead and making the cosplay, ask the creator's permission first. I'm not talking about the person who originally created the manga. I'm not talking about the person who originally created the anime. I'm talking about the person who took that character and made a fan art. Because that's their creation as well. That's all I'm asking. Just, it only takes not even a minute out of your time to go ahead and just send an email saying, is it cool if I take your fan art and create a cosplay around it? If they say well, to yes, be fair, they might take a little while to get back to you or just ignore you completely. Yeah, if they ignore you completely, send another email. If not, move along. Take oh. it as a no and yeah. just cut your losses. Exactly. If they say yes, do it. Because a fan art popped up, if you haven't seen it already, of the Sailor Moon characters done in lingerie, and there was cosplay done of it. Personally, I didn't have an issue with it because I really don't have an issue with most cosplay, even if it's original design. But the artists did, which I can understand because most fan artists don't expect to see what they created as a cosplay. So to some, it's really cool. To others, it's like, no, not so much. Without having to get into fully details, I'm just asking, take a minute out of your day, send the email, and just wait. I mean, you've got time before the con happens anyway. And nine times out of ten, y'all still won't be done with your cosplays anyway. Y'all will be bring some of y'all will be bringing your sewing machines to the room to make that cosplay <laughs> just to wear once, and that's it. You know who you are. And my thoughts on this whole thing is, lol, nope. <laughs> mhm. And that's the. I'm sad- not gonna. I, I'm not gonna con- uh, contact an artist. With this whole thing, as I was stating earlier, he didn't have an issue with it until he saw the people that were cosplaying. 
that is when the warning went up that says, please don't cosplay. And why is that? Was it that he didn't like the people that were cosplaying it? Did he not that's like the concept thinking. of them cosplaying it? That's, uh, that's what I'm seeing. Not that he was, you know, upset that people were cosplaying because he states that he didn't want to see the character sexualized. Well, dude, you drew them that way. So you can't say shit about that. But he didn't post anything until he saw those people cosplaying his creations and then said, LOL, nope, I don't like it. You can't do that. So my guess is, is that he didn't like the people that were cosplaying, either didn't think they were attractive, didn't like the way that they portrayed the character. I don't think it had anything to do with over-sexualizing a character. Hmm. Because not for, no not for nothing, he's doing a parody of Sailor Moon, putting them into different outfits. He really can't say shit if somebody uses his idea and does cosplay from it. Because if you're gonna do, if you're gonna go to that and say, oh well, you know, if you're gonna ask, you have to ask permission from from fan artists. That means every cosplayer would have to ask permission from the creators. Oh hey, you know, I like your I like your characters. Can I cosplay that? That's absolute bullshit. Yeah, I agree to both sides. My big thing is, for my own personal, like, I guess, ass covering, I always ask. Um, however, I don't get, like, obsessive about it. If I don't hear back from the person, I'm still going to do it. Um, if you tell me no, I will ask you why. And it better be a damn good reason, or I'll still do it. Um... I have a big issue with this guy wanting to say LOL nope now after he's seen basically the cosplayers in it because I, that does make me think he just didn't like what he saw. Um, yeah, so the girl's it, doing it started, enough or something. That's what I'm thinking. This whole thing started, he didn't post, when he posted the original picture, it said nothing about please don't cosplay from this. It wasn't until after he saw the cosplays and after this weekend that he said, please don't cosplay from this. At that point, dude, sorry. I, I lose all respect for your argument at that point. Fair enough. But at least, you know, if you go out and do this, this, and that, your bases are covered and no one can say... You didn't try. Yeah, exactly. That's where I look at it. I mean... Because in a way, it's like no different from the whole debacle with the photographers at Capsicon who bitched. And I'm like, did y'all contact the, stu the, the, the uh, con? Did you contact the hotel? No, but I don't think it's still... Instead of dropping all that money on lenses, you could have sat there for five minutes, shot out an email, and just got a response back. That's all you had to do. So... Now that we've got that out of our system, let's go ahead oh, and a burp. God damn it. Judges score on that burp. Six. It's Five. pretty weak. Five. Fair enough. It's pretty weak. Hmm. Did not did not have enough seltzer water in you? Um, I'm drinking ginger ale, so give it time. Oh boy. 
Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Denver Comic Con. So, Coy, tell us a little bit about this uh, new this convention is out in your neck of the woods. Well, this is year number three. And anybody that attended year number two or heard me bitch about year number two, there was vast improvements. Oh, yeah? <laughs> in comparison. Like, insane amounts. Um, I found out a lot of issues that happened last year were due to the fact that somebody who is no longer affiliated with uh, the convention seriously fucked up and um, it's why he got fired for as much as he says he didn't get fired, he got fired. Mm. Um, but this year uh, pre-batch pickups started the Monday before the convention. Um, they had a huge list of places you could go and pick up tickets and badges and everything else and what times and everything. So like the Monday before the con, because we've had our tickets forever in a day, we went down to one of the comic book stores, and I got our, ta or our badges in five minutes. Nice. So that was pretty awesome. And then we had pre-party events basically all week throughout the state. Um, I only went to, no, I went to two. But I don't remember one of them because I got really trash. Um, I went to. <sighs> oh, you. I went to uh, the pre-party Thursday at Mile High Comics, which um, they had like drag shows, and they had a costume contest. Um, they had badge pickup. They had most of the creators for the comics that were attending DCC decided to go to that. Um, which means you got stuff a little bit more personal than when you go to a con and pick things up. Um, and then Lou Frigno was there, but he was charging the same prices that he charges at the con, and I kind of went, ah, nope. How much was he charging? 40 bucks for an autograph. Uh, no. Which, that's about normal, Yeah. but it's Lou Frigno. I can just stare at him and be fine. <laughs> Koi, uh, um, <laughs> you're, you're drooling a little. You might want to get a, some Kleenex. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, like, while we were there, I went and saw George Perez. Uh, and he was signing basically anything you had. And I was in my Black Widow costume. And he demanded we take pictures together on my camera because he didn't have his. And I had to personally send it to his email. <laughs> so I did that, and um, he gave me a big hug and a kiss afterwards. I mean, it was he was super, super nice. So that was, that was the highlight from that night. Um, and then Friday, oh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday was a haze because, again, drunk. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Koi. That's number six. Uh, <laughs> so Friday, we ended up going to the con and finding out that the doors didn't open for regular attendees until 10, but 
Artist Alley could get in earlier, basically from like eight o'clock onwards, so they could finish setting up or get things set up, whatever they need to do. So, mm-hmm. um, since I was rooming with um, Starlet Creations and helping them out, I had to be up really early and help them get ready, and then I went back to bed until like ten thirty because mm. I'm not going to go wait in a line and be herded into doors. <laughs> but they did open the doors on time. Everybody got in super quick. By the time I got down there, I didn't even have to wait in any line. I just went in. So that was awesome. Cool. Uh, they ended up, let's see, they vastly expanded the dealer's hall and artist alley and yes they are awesome serenity um (laughs) they they ended up basically just turning both big exhibition halls into one giant one so there was all the celebrities in one area and then everything else in another and then downstairs and some other rooms were like the like main hall and all the panels, rooms, and Mm -hmm. gaming, and everything else. So that part was awesome that they actually decided to do that this year. Sweet. Um, Pricing for autographs and photos were hit or miss. Um, Some of the celebrities decided to say, screw it, and you could do photos up at their table when you got an autograph. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, Michael Rooker, Kevin Conroy, who else did it? A bunch of other people did it, too. <clears throat> Excuse me, my I'm about ready to cough again. I'm hoping it will go away. Uh, you should but take like, some testing for that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ended up in our Archer group that day and kind of trolled the convention and got most of our autographs since my boyfriend was going to be out of town, supposedly, on Sunday. Mm. Um, so we... God, what all did we get? We got a crap ton of autographs, and we did a picture with Michael Rooker, and he was super awesome and kind of pinched my tush, which was hilarious. Um, mm. I, I, Everybody's like, are you okay? Is Was it consent? It's Michael Rooker. What do you think? (laughs) You're saying he can pinch any time. Right. (laughs) Um, But we did that, and who else did we meet up with? I went around and got my Demona crowns for Saturday signed by, like, everybody involved with gargoyle stuff as much as possible. Yeah. So that worked out well. And then Saturday, again, no issues with lines, but we did encounter a little bit of confusion, but I think it was more on an agent's part than anything else. Um, Bruce Campbell was only there for Saturday and Sunday. When he got there on Saturday, his agent tried to make all these strange demands and rules and everything that had not been discussed with the con whatsoever. Right. So the con turned around and said, "Mm, no, you're doing what we tell you to do because you didn't put anything into place. What? Really? So when we went to go get into the autograph line, 
we heard three different stories about how the autographs and photos and everything else were working. So we went over to the photo ops to get a photo, and they told us we had missed the cutoff. I explained what had happened to a staff member. They were ticked off about it, so they put us at the head of the line, let us pay for our, our photo, and then put us into the line along with a few other people that kind of got screwed over in the same fashion. Mm -hmm. We made it quickly through the line, got up to another staff member, and he told me that Bruce Campbell's agent was trying to cut off photos at 250 people, and they told him, no, you're doing the whole line. So good on DCC for sticking to their guns. Um, we got in, did our photo and everything. You could tell Bruce was tired, which that's fine. Because yeah. I know he kind of had a weird schedule too. But the next day they had a post that Bruce Campbell is only going to do 200 autographs and there's all these weird, strange regulations that you had to follow. So I have a feeling they did that just to make the agent happy and shut him up. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, let's see. And then Sunday was just a chill day of running around and getting stuff. Um, I think Bruce got upset with his agent too. Yeah, I just read that in the chat. I agree. Um, Oh, and then Bruce uh, did a panel, and the actor that plays Michael Weston on Burn Notice yes. was in disguise and showed up and tricked everybody, which was hilarious. That is, <laughs> who, who did he show up as? Um, he was dressed in this long ass beard and this weird bandana, and just kind of looked like a hick. <laughs> and they were doing the a contest that if. Uh, Whoever could do the best opening for the burn notice, like Michael Weston's lines, yes, um, they'd get a prize or something. <coughs> yeah, oh, and, yeah the, the actor's name Jeffrey Donovan. I was trying to look it up real quick, yeah. so yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> allergies. Mm. And then you she okay over there? <coughs> this is my coughing fits I've been having. It's great. Um. So some guy went up and did his part, didn't do very well. This girl tried, and they kept her going for a bit. And then the guy at the end that they called Will started doing, or kind of started out clearing his throat and coughing and everything, kind of like I just did. Mm -hmm. And then he went straight into it, and you could just hear everybody start cheering because they realized who it was. And then he revealed by taking everything off. <laughs> I just have one thing to say about that. Well played. Well played. Well, and it gets better. Come to find out he's originally from Colorado, and it was his first convention appearance. Wow. Nice. So, go us for setting standards. Um, but other than that, the, the only other thing that I noticed throughout the con was they set up panels. Um, like, there was 350. 57 hours of programming mm -hmm. over a weekend. The problem with that is there was a lot of panels crossing over on top of others, and if anything ran late, it fucked it all up. <coughs> so, caused a lot of issues for um, attendees and guests and artists and everything else. 
Mm. And then on top of that, everybody that basically stayed at the Hyatt sounds like me. Um, we all got there, and within 24 hours, a bunch of us had sore throats. Then the next day, we're all hacking and coughing and dealing with sinus issues. So we think the air ventilation at the Hyatt was just screwed up or something. Because I, I never really got sick. I'm just sounding like the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You caught Complague. Yeah. Didn't think it lived that high up. I didn't either. But, yeah, the, I mean, overall... It was a, it ran a lot smoother this year. Um, anything harassment related got taken care of. Uh, they were very strict on their weapons policy, which they needed to be because people were doing really stupid shit. As I found out from staff, oh, um, really? we had a girl that came in with live ammo on her belt. What? Why? What? Um, she didn't realize it was live ammo. Bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of what we said. Uh, so they had to confiscate her belt and everything on it. And then Denver Police Department had to have a little chat with her. Um, several baseball bats were brought in. Someone brought in an actual wrench. Well, was the person's <laughs> name Winry Rockbell? Um, what else? I'm trying to remember everything else. <clears throat> live blades, a lot of live blades. Um, I agree with uh, Nemesis. Uh, I wish they had had more water stations at the con. They had drinking fountains. Those are gross. Um, True. Bathrooms were good. Food lineup um, was pretty good. Actually, no, you couldn't bring pots. I was about to say that. From <laughs> Washu Otaku at live.vognetwork.com says, you can bring pot, but not guns. But what oh, if you're was... cosplaying Blunt Man and Chronic? I mean, come it on. It was hilarious, Also, the though. pot is safer. <laughs> it was hilarious, though, because apparently uh, Auraria Campus, um, where the light, or the light rail station is, mm -hmm. you get off there, um, and you walk all the way across the Rary campus to get to the convention center. It's one of the quickest routes. Poor Denver police all weekend were being called out because people kept seeing people with guns walking across, not realizing they were orange tip fake guns. Oh, so we got to hear about all that. Um, we only had a few incidences where kids went missing, but they always got found. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I believe in having your kid on a leash at places like this. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was not bad. Uh, apparently it was like 86,500 attendees overall. Wow. Every single day sold out. Did they um, put signs in the window saying, um, due to fire, as it, we are no longer allowed to sell tickets and let people in? Uh, yeah, they actually announced it everywhere. <gasps> Oh, wow. they were very good about it. Um, but yeah, it, there was there was very few problems. Uh, only a few people got yelled at for not abiding by rules, such as um, costumes and stuff. Because <clears throat> they, uh, we had some girls walking around in horror styled bikinis, 
And wait, it wait. was fine up until they did certain poses and then they got asked to put on some bottoms. All right, for a second, I thought you said whore or horror. So it's a little of both. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. Let's let's keep moving. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they were very they were very clear on their their harassment policies, very clear on their costume policies, very clear on prop policies. I mean, they just were very clear about everything. So if you broke a rule, they were very nice about it, and then. They turned around um, and would give you a chance. Mm-hmm. But if you continued to break a rule, you were banned from the con. That, that makes sense. So, and it was more, you're being a dumbass, get the fuck out. So, um, like when I came in in my Demona on Saturday, because I know all the people on the cosplay staff mm-hmm. there, they stopped me and made sure I was completely covered. Because <coughs> I sure as hell didn't look like it. Don't you think? That's... Yeah, I was. I saw those pictures, and if I didn't know that you were wearing something, I would have. I would never have thought that you were wearing anything. Yeah. So I mean, I I was very upfront with everybody. I I covered myself as much as possible, and then there was other people walking around in less and wondering why they got in trouble. So <laughs> it's on them. Just. To... Just a thought. Don't do you feel that's that's them going a little bit too far? Not really, because okay. it is it is promoted as a very kid friendly convention. All right. Um, yeah. like everything they do is for uh basically comic book classroom, which is now pulp culture classroom. They mm-hmm. changed the name to of it. Okay. Um, so it's a non profit thing for kids. This convention is giving money to a program for after-school programs for kids. Cool. So if they're telling you to be covered up... To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase COTTON. Just do it. There's ways around it. You can still look half-naked and be completely covered without breaking the rules. Mm. So... So, it's it's one of those scenes that it's not that hard. And I have a cat in my bag laying on my Black Widow bracer. Thank you. <laughs> what are you doing? Must have found it was comfortable. It's one of those scenes you disappear for a weekend, a bunch of costumes, she just can't handle it anymore. Well, most cats do that. And if we go to the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, um, people are kind of uh, kind of dumbfounded over the the attendance numbers for the for this year, which is eighty six thousand. And we actually heard from an actual uh, con attendee. It's over nine thousand. Oh God! God damn it, TJ. There's no way that can be right. <laughs> God. Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, the, the apparently the numbers were eighty six thousand five hundred. Um, so we're now I think number three in the standing for biggest conventions. That probably would have gone over um, ninety thousand, but I think with the regulations uh, with the fire marshal, they had to do it. Well, is there a 
place bigger than the convention center, they can go if it actually hits higher numbers? Yeah. What? A stadium? Uh, Mile High Stadium? Basically. I don't know. I, that would be kind of cool, a convention in a stadium, but... At least you have a place to go to for decent seats and good views and shit like that. But still. Yeah, basically, well, the thing is we have to sit down and figure if it gets to gets that much bigger, um, we'll have to figure out what to do with it because there's plenty of hotels down there. Um, it's easy enough to potentially expand into the hotels, but they need to sit down and go over their programming and make sure they kind of tone down on how much they have because there was just too much. You miss so much because things were piled on top of each other. Like, <clears throat> they had a thing with Max Brooks at one time, but it coincided with, like, the Gargoyles reunion. Mm -hmm. you know well, what? I wanted to go to both assholes. Well, maybe they didn't realize it'd be that popular, you know? If you Oh, God. Yeah. I, that's the thing is, you have the author for Zombie Survival Guide in World War Z... Ooh, Max guess. Brooks was there? Yeah. Nice. I got stuff signed by him. He was super awesome. He's just uh, as nuts as his dad. Yes, he is. It's hilarious. Um, mm. In fact, he inscribed in one of the books that I got signed because I was waiting in line for the boyfriend because he was supposed to go out of town on Sunday. Max Brooks put in there, Andrea waited in line for you. She's a keeper. <laughs> yep. Look, on, on, on a real tip, any girl that's going to wait online for a significant other to get you something, that's definitely a keeper. She could take, yeah. she could take your spot at the, at, the, at the midnight release of Call of Duty while you have to get up and go to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Well, saying. and on top of that, I was one of the ones yelling at people with the Bruce Campbell stuff, and that's the reason why he got his picture with Bruce Campbell, so. Gotcha. There's a way to yell at people and be very nice about it. And I did. And then I made a deal and got a bunch of stuff over the weekend from various artists and a very, very, very expensive figurine that I'm now very broke for a while. So <laughs> I'm about to ask you, what kind of swag did you get? Oh, God. Actually, let me pull up my phone. That's the easiest way to do it. Mm. Hey, I have a bunch of messages. We'll see what those are in a few. Uh, camera. <clears throat> you took pictures of it all? Yeah, I took pictures of it all because I couldn't remember what all we got. It, it's kind of funny, though. When you mentioned the, the the attendee numbers, my mind automatically just flipped to the prices right, and it's... it's it's Bob Barker saying the numbers, and it's like you had the whole congratulations to, and you won, and all that cool shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so. Win for him, huh? Mm hmm. So we got a signed print, a book, and a patch from Jeremy Bullock, who was uh, Boba Fett in the original Star Wars films. We got my Buffy, um,. Season 8, Volume 1, and Our Serenity, Leaves on the Wind, um, Issue 1, signed by uh, Jorge's Gente. Mm. 
Oh, we got our stuff signed by Max Brooks. Uh, he has a new book out called The Harlem Hellfighters, so we picked that up. Ooh. And he signed it. Um, I got Breaking All the Rules, Cosplay and the Art of Self-Expression by Jared Tisk. That's been quite the popular book in the cosplay circuit. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. I just started it today, and I've been kind of chomping through it. So I'll do, I'll be doing a review on it on Blog of a Brain. But I finally got to meet her after knowing her for like over a year now online. So That's that was pretty, pretty cool. awesome. That's really cool. And then I got to meet and get an autograph from Kevin Conroy, Batman. Na 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 na. Uh, I was actually talking to my friend who was working his uh, booth, his table, and he popped up from behind the booth and scared me half to death. I'm like, you're like a freaking daisy. So <coughs> I got a little bit of a deal on his autograph because he was amused by me. Oh, okay. Um, I got Infinity Gauntlet uh, issue four signed by George Perez. Nice. I have my Electra issue one now signed by Greg Horn. Just a quick question: Did you cosplay uh, Electra at one time, or I did. Okay, many I thought moons so. Ago. Many, many moons ago. We don't talk about it because it's kind of falling apart, and um, it will be zombified soon. So, gotcha. Yeah. We got our picture of Bruce Campbell. We got two autographs from Michael Rooker plus the picture with him. And, of course, my butt grab. <laughs> um, some signed prints from Jamie Tyndall. Uh, signed copies of The Secret Life of Crows by Nay Rufino. Cool. Bunch of Greyhorn signed prints. Um, my Demona crown was signed by Marina Sirtis, who's the voice actress for Demona, and also Donna Troy on Star Trek Next Generation. Um, Vic Cook, Greg Wiseman, and uh, Greg Guler were all creators of Gargoyles and signed it. And then my big purchase was the Black Widow premium format from Sideshow Collectibles, and it's signed by T.K. Miller, who sculpted it. And it's a two-foot-tall freaking figurine. Nice. Nice. <coughs> That's quite impressive. And on top of everything, uh, <clears throat> I had to cosplay. And so did the boyfriend. So that was great. You make it sound like as if the boyfriend didn't want the cosplay. No, he he actually did. Oh, okay. uh, the problem was he was out of town like mm. a month before the convention for work. So... It was kind of hard to make stuff for him when I don't have him physically here. Um, but we ended up... Friday, I was Mallory Archer, and he was my archer. Cool. Um, Saturday, he was S-Smart, Evil Dead Ash all day. Mm. My cat has laid down in my suitcase on top of all my widow stuff. Really? My cats do that, too, when I have my suitcase out and I'm starting to pack for a con. Yeah, I'm unpacking, and she's like, oh, this looks lovely. Um, <laughs> Ninja's his way in there. Yeah, she's just like, oh, I found a zipper I'm going to play with. Um, 
And then I ended up wearing Black Widow in the morning so I could get pictures with um, Kimoko Revolution Starlet Creations. And then I got into Human Demona later on in the day and got glared at by women. I had a few guys try to get ass shots and got caught every time. It was hilarious. And, and I know the women... Did you beat the crap out of them? What? No, I just turn around and do like this creepy look at them. Go, would you like a picture? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here you go. And the women are looking all jealous, and you're like, you mad? You mad, bro? Well, I was laughing because they're like, I'm not showing anything. I'm completely covered. Would you like to look at the spankies? I promise. I don't know. A spinning knee lift to the face would would have really ruined their days. <laughs> oh. And, and serves as a warning to others. Hey, don't do that again. But uh, yeah, I was. I had a blast. It was just kind of, it was a lot better than last year. Um, there's still stuff that needs to be fixed, but it was a lot better than last year. That's so. good. They're trying. They're really trying. That's the only thing you can do is try and try and get better. So what are your overall thoughts of Denver Comic Con? Um, I will definitely be going back next year. I'm hoping to either get speed passes um, or I'll be pressed for Bleeding Cool um, since uh, they kind of asked me to this year and I couldn't do it because I'm lazy and forget things. Mm. Slacker. So we'll see what happens. But <clears throat> I got it on the second guess. Um, <clears throat> long story. There's another chat going on. I'm making fun of things. Mm. Um, but yeah, I plan on going back. My big thing is, I I really I would like to make more money because I spent a lot of money. Um, yeah, parking. You got a point now. It says parking was a bit of a bitch, but it's if you stayed um, at the Hyatt, you got free parking this year at one of the big parking garages. Lucky you. So, yeah, so that kind of worked out. And if you, as long as you said you were staying there, they didn't really check. So I kind of was helping out people getting a lot of free parking. So is the is the Hyatt close to the convention center? Yeah, it's right across the street. That's even better. I mean, come on. And then the parking garage was like a block away. It's sort of like what me and Mako do for PAX. We don't park in the Westin because if you stay there for the full weekend, it's going to be like 70 bucks. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the same way with the uh, hotel with the hotel parking at Oticon. Yeah, we, we have a spot like two, three blocks away. 30 bucks from Thursday to Sunday. And it's never full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um we had free parking minus one night where I ended up um doing the valet because I was high on allergy meds and got lost like five times getting back to the hotel. For a second I thought you were gonna say Vicodin. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm allergic to Vicodin. Okay. Um 
and I had to do I had to do valet, and the guy thought I was drunk. He's like, "No, I'm not drunk. I'm just stupid." <laughs> I'm too drunk for this shit right now. I have a lot of pills in my system for allergies. It fucking sucks. So, but yeah, it, overall it was fun. Um, it was expensive, but it was a lot of fun. So, but it's a comic con. If you don't, if you don't go to a comic con expecting to have to pay a lot of money for either autographs or swag, or even just freaking um. Uh, like parking and hotels and stuff. Cause I had one guy that was like, "Well, the hotel is so expensive." And well, and compared to some other ones, no. So you know, I may have to check out DCC because I've been going to NYCC just about every single year. I don't know if you can really count last year since I was only there for one day. I mean, I guess I just feel that because it got so corporate. It just left a sour taste in my mouth. It's like, I'm just not feeling it. And, yeah, like, I'm really going to head on over to Wizard World. Uh, New- yeah, no. So. Well, and apparently we have a Wizard World trying to come now to Denver. Here comes a new challenger! Well, it's I turning it into the, to the McDonald's of uh, comic conventions. No, they're the Walmart of, co- of conventions. Well, I just find it funny because I have to sit there and go, you know, we have a lot of conventions as is, some of which need to fucking disappear, wasabi. Um, which, <laughs> by the way, wasabi, Shots fired. Much, a lot of our freaking guests canceled at DCC because of bad experiences at Oricon and said they'll never be coming back. Sorry, thank not you. sorry. Thank you, Anime Land Wasabi. Suck my invisible dick. <laughs> So, Koi, sorry, not sorry? Sorry, not sorry. And just so you know, that wasn't not just shots fired. That was nukes launched, codes entered, and Jimmy's rustled. Yeah, we... I like how you put Jimmy rustled at, Jimmy's rustled at the end of that uh, escalating <laughs> comparison steal. It's like the cherry on top, you know? Yeah, we, we found out about that one. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch of... Adventure Time people canceled because of the fact that they attended Wasabi and it was such a negative experience for them they refused to go to any other Colorado conventions. What? Yep. It's what happens when Wasabi doesn't pay for hotel rooms and appearances like they're supposed to. Wow. And you know what? Tell the entire state of Colorado, fuck you, I'm not doing this anymore? Yep. Wow. So... For everybody that's like, oh, Wasabi's the bestest little anime convention in the fucking world, suck it. They just screwed us over massively for any other convention at this point because of their inability to figure their shit out. God damn it, Wasabi. So, wasabi! And then people wonder why I've quit going to anime cons anymore. Yes, Uni doesn't attend anime conventions anymore because she's tired of stupid. And guess where it runs rampant anymore. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's, I have a, I got a story to tell you later, but if we go to the chat room real, real quick at live.vognetwork.com, Dark Tetsuya, DEFCON 1 confirmed. <laughs> 
act deaf. The Little Caesars of comic conventions? Do they have crazy bread? No, but they have starving otak weeaboos. Basically. <laughs> who will run around and eat ramen out of coffee containers. Hey, we've done that. The pots? Oh, no, never mind. Come on. Wait, people use the actual coffee, like, coffee jug as the, uh, the bowl? I did that once, and only once, because I was a stupid weeaboo at the time. I, I've done it. At least we know better, because we have jobs, we have money. We know to go to the store and buy bulk... Plastic styrofoam bowls to do this in, or if you're at Walmart, fuck it. Three, four dollar instant ramen bowls, buy that too. Shit. Cup ramen. Ramen that's actually there in the cup. Yep. Seriously, Nissan should, seriously, Nissan should sponsor anime cons on a real tip. See, my issue with, with coffee cups now, the, like the coffee cups. Mm-hmm. I, I have this awesome ability for any technology blows up in my hands. I had one of those damn things basically explode. Uh, Koi, if you ever room with us at a con, you're signing a liability waiver. But <laughs> you should just know it's going to happen. You roomed with us. You saw how much of a klutz I am. I also knew you were a little bit bitchy too, but I shrugged that off because it like, it's like dealing with Mako-chan half the time. That's why she and I need to need to have our time together. Oh Lord, it will happen. Which means I which means I might not come back from DCC in one piece. (laughs) I may come back beaten, battered, and bruised. I might just like it. Oh my! Kinky shit. (laughs) But yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is like DCC's trying. They're listening to the complaints and the compliments and they're working around it to make sure um that's a good question hockey came in i will look that up um but they are trying their butts off to try and make everything appeal to the masses so everybody's happy okay so you know i gotta give them credit for that no kitty it's not dinner time yeah hockey comment i don't know either but one thing a lot of people complained about New York Comic Con last year was lacking on anime programming. And they said this year there's supposed to be more panels devoted to manga, more anime programming. Well, we'll find out from people that go because I'm not going. Saving well, that money as booze money for AAC the following weekend. I'm looking. Mm. They had a lot of panels for cosplay, I gotta say. Um... They also had an auction for Make-A-Wish. Cool. Which was really cool. Um, they had... They had the ABCs of Japanese. That's something I don't see every day. I think something like that should be at almost every anime panel, at least. Um, the Art of Anime Through the Decades, they did have that. That's cool. I've been to a similar panel like that. Best Anime Openings of the 90s. Ooh. So we're up to like three hours so far. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to. No, I'm not going to mention that one. It doesn't okay. need it. There's a lot of pony stuff. Holy shit. Um, Bronies United. Bronies United. Japanese manga versus American comics. 
So there's four. Manga Studio 5 demo. Um, I'm a reading. So you want to draw manga. Manga Workshop number one. Manga Workshop number two. Manga Workshop number three. Manga Workshop number four. Probably by this time next year will be Denver Comic Com- Comic and Ex- and Entertainment Convention. <laughs> What's it like to be a gaijin publisher in Japan? With Steve Bennett. Um, Jake I- Carney. No, I'm just I'm just joking about that. You know. Yay! Happy Fun Time Super Japanese Game Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on! It's funny. Um. Huh. What? Maybe I should have gone to that one. Uh, women in objectification and cosplay being a sex symbol might have been interesting. I'm not so even going to say So to answer your it. question about the anime programming, there's at least 10 hours worth. That ain't bad. For, for it not being like an anime convention? Yeah, that's actually kind of impressive. Oh, no, there's more. So we're up to... 11? Maybe 12? Value of manga and connecting with readers and students. And that one even had Jan Scott Frazier on it. Oh. Cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. A lot of gaming. Holy crap. There's more listed, so they did have a little bit of everything, and it kind of looks like, with the kids' panel specifically, they did some stuff, too. Mm. So that's that's pretty awesome. But yeah, out of, out of 300-some-odd hours of it, a lot of it was cosplay stuff, but and a lot of it was comic stuff, but there was anime. Um stuff included as well. They didn't treat the anime like a uh, second-class citizen like New York Comic Con used to do. No. um, There was a lot of anime cosplayers and they were pretty awesome. That's cool. Oh, and hockey came in the the game room was more like a gaming hall. They had a bunch of um, arcade games set up for free play. Nice. They had uh, Just Dance or Dance Central, one of the two. They had Rock Band set up. There was also live-action role-play stuff right around the corner, so you could do battles. Get your LARP Um, on. Yeah, you could get your LARP on. Um, And then they had, like, tabletop gaming in another area uh, of the con, and that was open, like, 24-7, which was kind of cool. Um but they had a lot. It was, it was pretty good size for what they did have. And like the gaming room, they had a little bar set up so people could get drinks if they wanted. Nice. <laughs> <coughs> now that's I want to go. We might have we we might have to go. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing about DCC is they have little miniature bars set up throughout the con. Especially in the dealer's hall. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. There's a bar in the dealer's hall. Multiples. Ari? Yes. Mako? I'm sorry, say that again. Mako? I'm already going. We're going! 
We're going next year. I have to get I have to get I have to get a Gendo cosplay so I can be Martini Gendo the whole weekend. We're going. Fuck now it. you know why I was freaking Mallory Archer oh, all day. Shit. <laughs> oh I'm going. I think this blows New York Comic Con out the fucking water. But you like, mean in- to tell me there's a boo station every hundred feet? Basically. Yes. <laughs> um You want to because that's how you get drunks. <laughs> <laughs> but like in, in our um programming guide, like there's a message from the mayor of Denver talking about stuff. They have a bunch of exclusive merchandise listed. Um, they have the big list of celebrities, including ones who canceled. I'm looking at you, Nicholas Brendan. <laughs> um they have cosplay guests every year that get chosen by cosplayers who actually, you know, care about craftsmanship and stuff and not just boobs. So, keep that in mind. Um, <clears throat> there is the Geek Survival Guide. Mm. They have the information on the kids' corral, which is a big area where the kids can hang out and do stuff with other kids involving, like, storytelling or working on makeup. Just kind of a little bit of everything. Um, Like, this year, Adam West went and read to the kids. Kevin Conroy did. Oh, that is cool. So That's awesome. Shatner did last year. Oh my god. Yeah, I missed that. It was kind of sad. Um, I mean, just try picture William Shatner reading in his uh, Shatnerian style. Don't have to. If you if you live on Long Island or if you live in Westchester waiting for the Lure or the Metro North, the the announcer sounds just like Shatner making the announcements. <laughs> but, uh, like, they have Abuse and Harassment Resource Guide. Um, so it basically gives you a breakdown. There's relationship abuse, sexual harassment, stalking, sexual assault, and what all you can do and who you should report to. Wow. So that is actually very much right in the middle of the guide. So that people can't say they don't know about it. Um... Several silent auctions for, like, not only um, Comic Book Classroom, but uh, Make-A-Wish. They had, oh, they do this every year. They have our own beer. What? Yeah, we Mm. make our own beer every year. So the first year was... Finally, I can drink a craft beer and I come off like a dirty fucking hipster. There's yeah. so, nothing wrong with craft beers as long as you're not a neck beard wearing a goddamn trilby. <laughs> but like uh, the first year was the Fantastic Poor. Last year was <sighs> the Caped Crusader. And then this year was Bruce Wayne. God damn it. I just have one thing to say about all of that. And only one thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Wait, are they really hard on 
public intoxication? Um, as as long as you kind of behave yourself. Like I had, I had a guy who he was definitely intoxicated, but he was nice. Like he wasn't he wasn't over the top or anything. And he took a picture, and then he came over, and um, we did a selfie. Nice. But everybody was super respectful, so. And, I mean, there's cops wandering the convention the entire time, just in case kids go missing or everything else. <laughs> and uh, it's it's one of those things where as long as you're behaving yourself and not being a total jackass, they don't care. Mm. So, but, yeah, they had a lot set up this year. I was I was very well impressed with what all they did. Hmm. I am too. I mean, in a way, it does feel like they would be a little bit more strict, but as you're explaining all of this, I, 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 I like it. I like it. Well, and then all the strip clubs and a lot of the clubs do like special events at at their places too every night which oh is kind of cool Lord. so that's kind of neat that they club. actually do that I have it's uh, it's just titties and ass it's not a big deal but it's high class titties and ass I don't know yeah. I've watched the Sopranos you can't even get more classier than that shit uh, it's, it, it's our like it's a mob front that doesn't count Exactly. Touché. It's our two big um, strip clubs, La Boheme and Diamond Cabaret, usually do stuff. Mm. Um, and they're like the classiest fuck places. Like, um, Diamond Cabaret has a steakhouse in it. Ooh. Blah, 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 cuts of meat joke. Blah, 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 yeah. And I think on my personal Facebook, I think we we might have an entourage driving out there for DCC next year. <laughs> oh I ain't driving. Well, you know what I mean. That's a long ass drive. Mm. You clowns get you be, clowns better apply me with uh, gas money <laughs> and a shit ton of caffeine. No, it's like a twenty four hour drive. I really wouldn't. If you really I'd take think, a train before I would drive out there, honestly. If you really think I would ask one of you to drive, are you crazy? Um, I'm the only person in my family who isn't. Mm. Point. This is me you're talking to. You're an exception to that goddamn rule. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you literally do have, like, an entourage starting up here, aren't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. I don't even have to ask Koi what her thoughts on it on this because she's loving it. She's going next year because she's out there. We're going to make the trip out there one way or another. So Wait, where'd you say it was? What city? Denver. Denver. Okay, I blanked on that for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy, oh boy. All right. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and just move right along, because, uh, see, what else do we have here? We have our open forum topic, and right after that, we're going to start taking calls from the Skype line. Our line may be opening up in just a bit, so I'm not taking calls just yet, so if you call and I don't answer, just keep calling back. So, 
this week's open forum topic, as always, where we ask all of you your opinion on something in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer. Also, please keep it civil, too. Here is this week's open forum topic. Another thing we do at conventions are autographs. So whose autographs have you gotten at cons? And if you didn't get an autograph, who did you meet, shake hands, and will randomly bump into a guest? Now, we got some good answers. From Jeff, um, he has pretty much met practically every single voice actor and actress in California. I am not reading this list. He's also, looks like he's met every single one of the original Power Rangers as well. Again, I'm not going through that list because it is too damn long. Stan from Plastic Ronin's, he's met Fred, I'm just going to name stuff. He's met Fred from Mega Tokyo. Kubotina nice. from Bleach. Penny Arcade's Gabe. Richard Hatch from BSG. Scott Roomsamer from VG Cats. Um, David Hayter from Metal Gear Solid. Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario and Luigi. Uh, Toru Fuya, the voice actor for Rayamaru and Tuxedo Kamen. He's met uh, the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. He also met the Miz, Dolph I'm Ziggler, Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, yes. The Miz. Damn. Not this is not this is he, this is from conventions. This is not from non-convention events. Wow. Uh, from Alex says. John Delancey almost opened a door in my face once and then apologized. Does that count for anything? Yes, it does. Critical Myth has met uh, Eddie McClintock from Warehouse 13. Uh, people from Supernatural, True Blood, and Walking Dead. Um, that's pretty cool. And uh, Mark Leonard, who plays Sarek from Star Trek. Uh, from Candy Jam, she's met uh, Christina V, the voice actress for Homura from Madoka. Um, the, the, the gang from Jam Project, they waved at her and she waved back, you know. And she's met um, Ricky from Heroes of Cosplay, you know, Riddle, at Rhode Island Comic Con. Very impressive. So let's do like a quick table run, and then we're going to get into news and start wrapping shit up, so. Okay, um, Mako, who have, who have you met at cons or autographs you've gotten? Um, well, autographs I've gotten Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Snooches booches! All-time, like, you know, favorite ones. Um, but then, like, I guess mainly because, you know, we're you know, press, we do get mm-hmm. to get in there and meet a lot of the voice actors and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, my all time favorite has to be, you know, Michelle Knotts and Kyle later. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, um, Ari? <clears throat> well, like, the big one for me is when uh, Veronica Taylor signed my uh, Ash cosplay and I got it framed and sitting up on my wall. But, uh, <clears throat> I met a handful of the, uh, that guy with the glasses contributors. I met, cool. uh, the late Ju Wario, mm -hmm. Justin Carmichael. I met uh, Linkara, Louis Lopog, uh, Nash Bozard, and uh, in the film brain, Matthew Buck. And, uh, cool. and, and there was a, and a Magfest that uh, hung around with uh, John St. John for a while. He was really awesome to chill with. Not bad. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, like the one autograph I actually got was, uh, I believe you were there for it, Diamond Dallas Page at a New York Comic Con a few years ago. I don't remember that. Christ. We were waiting in lines, like, like we got a picture together. It's like, hey, you want to be do playing the diamond cutter? I'm like, do I? And I, like, mug for the camera, like, really exaggerated. It's just, like, like leaned back to do it. I'm not sure if I can find a picture of that anywhere. Awesome. All right, what about you, uh, Koi? Um, the ones I mentioned from this year, obviously. Um, Will Wheaton last year, George Takei, um, J. August Richards, hmm. uh, who was the other person? The creator of Lady Death. There's another one on my wall. Oh, um, several of the cast members of the guild. Um, and that's just conventions. Um, I've ran into, like, when Scott McNeil was super huge on the con scene. Mm -hmm. He helped me with my luggage one time at NDK, because I was struggling with it. Um, but, like, on my other podcast, I've got to meet a crap ton of comic writers and artists, um, including ones from Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, <clears throat> uh, one of my friends now is the model for Mystique from Marvel Comics. Nice. So, she's freaking awesome, which, promoting, if you see Megan Pinkard at, uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, get her autograph. She's super, super, super nice and loves her fans. So, she will be there signing. Okay, um, let's see, I've met various people, um, here are my, my moments, um, when I met Richard Ian Cox and Miriam Sir Wyatt, the first Anime Next, who were aptly Ron Minakane, and I have my picture with them, it would have been nice to have met Sarah Strange, who did the original voice of, a boy type Ronma, but it is what it is, uh, I've met Kappa Yamaguchi, um, I've met Inui Kikuo, they both signed my art book, um, one of the best things uh, I've people I've met, and Mako can validate this, um, when I met uh, Ben Dunn, the cre the creator of Ninja High School, the American he is the the godfather of American manga. It's it, he was like one of the one of the artists I would love to have met, and I met him, and I had my moment. Oh my god, he fanboyed so badly. Yes, <laughs> he was I did. squeeing. He he was literally squeeing as soon as like because he got to interview him. As soon as the interview was done, and like you know he was away from Ben Dunn, 
he just went <laughs> yeah damn right but I also had another squee moment when I met Kathy Wesseluck, who is the voice of Spike from My Little Pony. But for those who don't know, she is the voice of Shampoo and Ron the One Half, as she did Shampoo's voice saying hi to me, and I just lost my shit right there. <laughs> and there was also that one time I got my picture with John Delancey. Dick. <laughs> You mad, bro? You mad? A little perturbed? Asshole. Come on. Go on. Tell me how you really feel. You jackass motherfucking <laughs> bastard. <laughs> well, at least you have an autographed uh, poster of, J- of Jason Mewes on your wall that you really, that you shat, you shat a brick about when I broke it, when I showed you. Well, it's not of him. It's signed by him. Signed by, but well, now yeah, I have yeah. other things signed by him, too. So do I. I have to get a new copy of, of um... A dogma. All right, man. Look at the time. I say let's go ahead, uh, take our last break, and and just wrap shit up. So you're not taking phone calls? Nobody's calling the Skype line. And we're not doing Japanese news. I knew I was forgetting something. God damn it, Koi. Hey. All right, let's go. Let's let's cover uh, news from Japan. Um, and here we go. And since you brought it up, Mako, you get to go first. I don't have it pulled up. Damn it! What good are you? Oh my well, considering I don't have Skype on my laptop, I couldn't pull it up. So, hold on one second. Or ask somebody else to do the first one. Damn All right, it! I'll take the first one. Three people arrested for tweaking Denny's logo for for sexual service company. And three men in Japan have been arrested for appropriating the Denny's restaurant logo for the sexual services company. They renamed the logo from Denny's to Deli's. D E L I Y S. Oh which, my goodness. Which is short for delivery health. The description may cause you to think that Delis has a roster of personal trainers or convalescent nurses whom they send to your door to help you get help get you off the couch and into your running shoes. Or perhaps you have a fleet of trucks that drop off containers of tofu and wheat germ at people's houses. No, it's just uh, <laughs> sexual services. I, I, that's kind of classy. That's a little classy. And let's see if I can go over here and reach there. As um as we go ahead and finish this one call, I mean this one article, we have a call on the Skype line. You are live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? Hey, guys. It's uh, Nemesis47 again. How y'all doing today? Hey, I'm doing Hello. good. Hello. Hello. And oh. yes, I did go to Denver Comic Con this weekend. Oh, oh my god, it was amazing. Alright, because of how much time we're running down, you have two minutes, good sir, and go. Okay. Basically, one good moment that happened this year was that um, Serenity41088, or Sarah, she act, um, I, I, I actually, actually got, 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 the, got the fifth and seventh Doctor's autographs. They were there this year, cool. and... Um, when I was getting Peter Davidson's autograph, um, I actually uh, called, actually called, called Sarah beforehand, and 
well, Serenity 1488, and um, she pretty much got to talk talk to the the fifth doctor, and she was pretty much squeeing like a fangirl. Oh, <laughs> that's precious. I I, I, I even did, did did the same thing with an, with another friend that's over in, in in Michigan. She got to talk to Veronica Taylor, who played Ash at Denver Comic Con. She actually signed my Pokeball that Rika Matsumoto actually signed signed too. So now I got both Ashes to sign that Pokeball now. Nice. The the original Japanese Ash and the and the uh, and the original Originally Dub Ash. And anyways, guys, if you come to Denver Comic Con, that would be so freaking awesome. And by and by and by the way, if you if you guys can actually uh, contact Denver Comic Con like before the con or anything like that, they do have something called Podcast Peak where they they'll, they'll allow you to set up a table at the con and you'll be able to do your podcasting stuff there. Well, we'll think about that. That might be pretty cool. But we oh, like to, we like to run around and do other stuff and just podcast afterwards and interview people. So. Well, well, that, that, that'd, be cool, that'd, be cool, that'd be cool, too. Hell, I'd love to, love to meet you guys, too, in person. And I'm trying to get uh, Sarah to come down to the convention, too. All right, cool. So <laughs> do you have anything else for us, bro? Um, I, I got I got a whole, whole lot of stuff about, about Denver Comic Con, but since my since I only got two minutes and stuff, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't really get, go, go too much into detail. So, true that, yeah. true that. Write up a con report, dude. Do that. I will. Cool. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call again. Hey, no problem. All right. Bye bye. Oh, wait, one, 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 one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. And, and uh, one quick thing. Uh, next uh, next month, I'm actually I'm going to be going to going to Glass City Con in Ohio with Sarah. So that's cool. going to be a fun. That's going to be a fun thing. Have fun at that. All right, all right guys. I'll see you. See you around then. My all right. ball. My ball. All right. Bye bye. No problem. Bye. Later. And, how's, and that was our Nemesis Forty Seven. He sounds very happy and very hyper about uh, Denver Comic Con. But from what I've heard about it. Shit. All signs point to yes. All right. Mako, do you have the articles up? Yes. All right. Go ahead and take the next one, please. Okie dokie. Do, 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 do. It's loading. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Live radio, boys and girls. Okay. So, um... A drunken passenger assaulted a flight attendant while flying from Japan to Honolulu. Um, Kenji Okamoto pleaded guilty Friday to interfering with the duties of of a flight attendant by assaulting and intimidating him. According to the criminal complaint, Okamoto was flying first class from Osaka for his honeymoon last month when flight attendants noticed he was drunk before takeoff and continued drinking alcoholic beverages during the flight. Akamoto got upset when one of the flight attendants wouldn't take his meal tray away, the court document said. The flight attendant told him his hands were full. Akamoto allegedly threw a roundhouse-type punch at a flight attendant who intervened in an attempt to defuse the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Akamoto struck the flight attendant in his arms, which were raised to protect his head, the complaint said. Uh, the Delta Airlines flu crew told authorities that Akamoto later apologized while crying remained calm for the remainder of the flight, and eventually fell asleep. After crew members restrained him in his seat, Akamoto apologized for his actions by repeatedly saying, I'm sorry, and bowed down on his knees and placed his head on the floor. During an interview with authorities, Akamoto said he's in the construction business and was drinking heavily because he was celebrating his honeymoon with his wife that he married on April 20th. 
Uh, Akamoto told authorities that before boarding the plane, he had four glasses of beer and one glass of wine, and he continued drinking champagne and wine while on board. Lightweight. Uh, yeah. Um, basically, he was uh, released on $50,000 bond, but was appealed, um, arguing that Okamoto didn't disclose a previous con- a conviction in Japan for assaulting a police officer. Hmm. Oh, um, yeah, so uh, they argued that he was a flight risk and a danger. Uh, he's been banned from Delta from flying on the airlines. Whoa. Um, so they are now keeping him without bail at the Honolulu Federal Detention Center. Because Ouch. he was arrested at the airport, he never got to enjoy his honeymoon, so... which was to be spent at a luxury resort in East Honolulu. So instead of spending the honey- his honeymoon with his bride, he's spending his honeymoon with Tiny. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got Also, a roundhouse-type punch? You mean a hook? I just got one thing to say. You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Koi, do you want to take the last one if you have it? Or are you? I have it. Okay. So the last one. <clears throat> a woman arrested for getting three youths to beat up and rob man. <sighs> 49-year-old woman in Tokyo has been arrested after it was discovered that she had coerced three youths who had been hanging out at her home to beat up and rob a man. According to police, Romi Inoue, yeah, an unemployed resident of, oh, I'm not pronouncing that, in Tokyo. Tsukishima. Thank you. Welcome. Allegedly goaded the three boys, aged 16 to 18, to steal a 28-year-old man's bag on May 14th, Fuji TV reported. If anyway, watching, the three boys approached the man as he walked along the street, and when he tried to resist, she had the kids assault him, police said. The gang made off with a bag containing about 12,000 yen in cash. The man suffered injuries that took two weeks to recover from, police said. You notice how a lot of these people that are getting arrested for this type of dumb shit is because they have, they're pretty much unemployed, you know? Yeah. Uh... Well, I'm glad I have a job. Keeps my mind off of shit. <laughs> you managed to not horrify me this week. Nice job, guys. Are you are you challenging Mako? Oh, she she knows how to horrify me on her own. I just want to see <laughs> if she'll do it. I I think that's a challenge. Is that a challenge? I think so. I can pull up. I can pull up Google. Don't My Google is strong. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, save that for later, because right now we're gonna take our final break and wrap shit up. So, we'll be back.
And it's time to start wrapping things up. And I didn't even close off the Skype line. Let me go ahead and do that real quick. If I can grab my other keyboard. Jeff B just rolls into the chat room like what I missed. And I'm like, you missed the goodness that was Denver Comic Con. Sorry to hear that. Well, <laughs> you can always listen to it on the podcast feed. There we go. And that goes that. So, Coy, thanks for showing up tonight and not breaking the podcast. We still got time. She can still jinx it. God <laughs> damn it, Ari. Just trying to be realistic. <sighs> Fine, fine, fine. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We do this for free on our free time because it's what we do. It's what we love. If you have any comments about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Send us your complaints, compliments, planes, flames, trains, automobiles, good stuff, bad stuff, weird stuff, odd stuff, dumb stuff, silly stuff, rich stuff. Come on, let us know. We're here to believe you. Red fish, two fish, red fish, fish. That too. <laughs> Check out the website, AnimeJamSession.com. Um, we have a couple of new uh, reports going up. I believe um, we'll have another cosplay interview sometime this week. Uh, hopefully. Awesome. And I believe my Zenkaikon uh, article is up. And I think next week, um, Ari's um, Nauticons report should be going up. <coughs> oh, yeah. Just say the word. You got it. Eh, you know what? You can, I would say put it up Thursday. Eh, throw it up to Thursday. Works for me. Awesome. And as always, our website is the de facto go-to place for our podcast. But for some reason, you can't get our podcast because our site's blocked. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. A lot of these sites have ratings. So like iTunes, Stitcher... Please, if you can, just five-star rating. Tell us how awesome we are or how much you like the show. We would greatly appreciate that. Definitely check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Uh, videos will be going up, uh, I think, Thursday, because I got to run. I got to go out and meet up with some friends tomorrow night for some stuff. So I am hoping to get the videos up by Thursday. They're done. They just got to go right to YouTube. Um, but we have our own individual YouTube accounts. Um, I'm on YouTube as DJ Run Mess. Ari's at Ari22682. Mako Chan's at Jupluna. Koi, you have a, a YouTube? Um, oh, Unicorn986. Got it. Unicorn986. Definitely find her there. Twitter. Twitter.com slash session. Follow us here for the latest on our website, cons that we're going to, and other cool, weird shit when our show goes live and all that coolness. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube, on Twitter, you can find us over here. I'm at Twitter.com slash DJRunMess. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako-chan is at Jovidea. And you can find Koi over at Koyengi. K-O-I-E-N-G-I. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Selection. Definitely follow us there for our articles, our videos, photos, galleries, articles, all that cool stuff. And as I keep saying it once, I'll keep saying it again. Thank you. Thank you for the likes. 
the likes on our page, liking of the photos, the videos, everything. As long as you continue to like them, we'll just keep adding more stuff for you. I have uh, Nauticons photos that got to go up. Um, Animania Expo photos went up earlier this week. And I believe next, hopefully by beginning uh, of this weekend or next week, um, Anime Next photos will be going up. I'm still kind of combing through the photos. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjvonmess or thatdjvonmessguy. Mako is at, you can find her under Makoto Makochan Kino or Makochan. Ari is over at Ari Rockefeller. And Uni Koi, you can find uh, Uni Koi. You start typing it, it'll pop right up. It, it's like magic. It's awesome. Yes, it is. And we're on the Voice of Geeks Network, Vlog Network, twice a week, live on thir- on Tuesdays, on course on Thursdays. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast that's out there. We got Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, Bobby Blackwolf, Orange Lodge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, Understation Live, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Courthouse. These shows cover Star Trek, video games, pop culture, uh, British programming, all types of cool stuff, television and movies. So, yeah. Okay. Last words, people. Um, Ari. I would like to thank the people on Twitter who favorited and retweeted my tweet from last night, which in regards to a Monday Night Raw, mm. where I said, <clears throat> Cody Rhodes now has a gold dust OC. Hashtag original character do not steal. <laughs> Mako. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. Get that drill. Koi. Um, I didn't break things. Yay. My last words. Um, I think I need some more tea and a little more television before I call it a night. That's just about it. That is it. End of list. We'll be back next week for a brand new episode. We have some articles in the vault that we're going to pull out and, and discuss. So, that's it. So, I'm Rana. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. I'm the strange one in the corner. <laughs> God damn it, Koi. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. <laughs> God damn it, Koi! Damn it, Koi. You broke it. <laughs> yes. Yes, you broke it. Koi broke the podcast. Yeah! <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I'm just going to edit this and that's it.
Who fucking called it? Not funny, dude. Not funny. I'll let you know, I am cackling my butt off. <laughs> this podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeGemSession.com and VODNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!